Hello, Body Slam podcast fans out there. And you are tuning in to Thursday Night Slam. And uh, I'm one of your analysts. You right? <laughs> I said it right. Anal. Analyst. Analyst. I'm Chio Frost. And the man sitting next to me is Tony Reyes. T Reyes. And the man on the other side of the world uh, that you can see to my, was that my left, right? I don't know. But he is the better Bernard, the Saint Bernard. It's Mikey. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, what's Mikey. Going on? <clears throat> well, oh, we got a chat already, fellas. Yes, we have a uh, Papa Reaper in the house. Uh, we don't know where uh, your boy Dennis is. He's somewhere around, but uh, I'm sure he'll. Jump on in here eventually. But uh, tonight we had a very special guest for everybody tonight. And that was going to be none other than uh, Northeast indie vet Joey Greco. And uh, we'd like to thank uh, the man who made it possible for us to have him on the show. uh, Our fearless leader at. Devereaux Sports, uh, the Gobbler, Pat. That's right. Oh, wait. Uh, I think we got him now. Let, let me double check here. And add the stream. Hello. Hey, I see uh, your name's there. Hey, we see you. Hey, hey here we go. All right. How's it going? Anybody hear me? Uh, yeah. We 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 hear you. Yeah. We, can, can you hear can, us? Can you hear us? Oh, he can, he can, he can't. We hear. Hello, hello. We can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear. We can hear you. Can you hear us? No, I don't think. No, I I I don't know. Hello. We. we... Hello. We just can't hear him. I I don't know. Hello. But anyway, folks, uh, he's going to try to fix this. Hopefully. Um, I, I, I don't know how, uh, cause he, he obviously can't hear anything we're saying. Uh, T, uh, what up? Wait, what up? What up? There you go. Pat. You hear me? You Hello. That says, Joey, we can hear you. Can you Hello? hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah. Pat, okay. Pat, just text to him. I that can't see can't... you guys now. I just see myself. Uh, uh, it's yeah, bad, bad connection. Hold up. Let me type this in here so he can probably. And chat. <coughs> there we go. Bad connection. Yeah, uh, we can't, we can't really uh, chat with him. Can you guys still we, hear me? If we can't communicate back and forth, we anybody we, there? We, we can hear you. We can hear you, can and he can't. He, he can't see us. Uh, I could uh, see you guys before. Uh, now, uh, now he can't see. He can, but he can't. So we have to kick him out the room again. We're gonna. Uh, 
I hate to do that, but let me just remove him from here. I have to text him. But uh, you know what? I'm going to plug all of our Devereaux Sports family out there, uh, starting with the Solvent Squad on Mondays at 6 p.m., the Old School Show at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesdays, on Wednesday, the Combat Misfits at 6 p.m. Thursdays, Thursday Night Slam. That's us here, 9.05. But starting November 4th, we will be going bi-weekly. That's right, bi-weekly. Uh, Saturdays, the Scrapple Boys are currently on hiatus. They will be back. Uh, I'm not sure when, but eventually we will get them back. Uh, Sundays, the Gobbler Inc. at 9 a.m., the Combat Misfits, once again, they'll be in the house at 10 a.m. And starting November 7th, we're going to be on every Sunday for Breakfast and Body Slams at 11 a.m. And please do not forget about our our pop-up pipe bomb show that we have. That can happen anytime, anywhere, with anyone. But... Before I forget, let's give a shout out to our affiliates that's out there. Uh, everyone at the, the Tornado Tag Podcast, Anthony, Andy, and Brian, the gentlemen at the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, the two days, Dave Keener and DB Richards, all the way from Puerto Rico. Mikey, you got this right. The conversation de Lucha, conversation de Lucha Libre, right? <laughs> Close. You're close. Conversation. I, I, I was practicing it too today. <laughs> Conversation de Lucha Libre with Daniel Mercado and Emmanuel Burrios. And let's not forget about our newest, the newest uh, pro wrestling podcast affiliate, the guys at Backstabbers. That's right. That's right. Um, as of right now, since we're having technical difficulties, like I said, with uh, Joey Greco, uh, here, see, this, that, whatever. Uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to try to get in contact with him and see what's up. I'm going to let T and Mikey start kicking this thing off with the Crown Jewel pay-per-view that happened in Saudi Arabia. So, T, Mikey, take it away, gentlemen. Well, it was big All afternoon right. today. Big afternoon today. Today, earlier at 12 p.m. Eastern time, we had Crown Jewel showing out here. Um, it was a pretty decent pay-per-view all in all. I enjoyed it. Um, the show kicked off with probably my favorite match, personally, was uh, the Hell in a Cell, Rollins and Edge match. Mikey, what you think? Yeah, yeah, it- my God! When as soon as they start pulling out the weapon, some of it's kind of predictable. With the okay, somebody sets up a chair or a, a ladder in a corner. Mm, I guess that's the guy going through it. But it was still it was still fun to watch. I, I was wondering what they're going to do with the tool bag. I'm like, what? What do you need to do? Yeah. Well, I, then I caught on when as soon as he picked up that uh, edge or Rollins picked up the chain and. Uh, then eventually Edge gets a hold of it, and I was like, oh, he's going to choke him with it. He's going to try and choke him with it. Yeah, like, like I told you guys, this was like uh, the rubber match. 
and you guys like did they they didn't wrestle uh, again? Yes, I'm like I, I I'm I'm not crazy. I know they wrestled, and it was at the Garden Show. So that's why I picked Edge, and lo and behold, he went over. But uh, it, it was a great match, and then we had history that we had uh the two Muslim workers with uh Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Ali. They had a terrific match, and it was inspiration from the kids out there, you know, that you can see one of their own succeed and be out there, and to have two of them showcase on one of the grandest spectacles to them, it was pretty cool. I like that match, too. I like that. They definitely put on a hell of a show, and how about at the end, though, like after, of course, you know, Ali pulling the typical heel move of you know, being the sore loser, beating up Mansoor, and then getting a surprise. Uh, now, I can't remember how you uh, say the guy's name. That's <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what his name was either, honestly. I didn't do my homework, but I do know that he's a uh, silver medalist from this year's uh, Olympic Games that they had. Um, the only yeah, they said he... he was a kickboxer and all that stuff. Yeah, Martial I arts. Think the reason he, he ain't a uh, when go was he KO'd the guy, and I'm not sure if he's supposed to do that, but uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my man has some deadly feats. If you saw, you know, oh, quick yeah, with it, yes, he did. Um, then we had uh, the girls, uh, the Queens match, and we saw Selena Vega and Dewdrop. They were going for the crowns. I picked Dewdrop. I was wrong. And I was wrong. I before. picked Dewdrop as well. I was wrong before even the match started because as soon as I saw Zelina, I'm like, okay, she's waving her hand. I'm like, oh, damn. I picked the wrong pick. And it's sad because I, I love Zelina. I think she's awesome. I've been a fan of Tia's for a long time. But it's just the way that they, they was working the story. They caught me off guard. Yeah. So, but yeah, within like two minutes into that match, I'm like, okay, dude drops not winning. I, I just saw yeah, it. Yeah, you kind of saw that. Although, Ed, some of them, you just, from, uh, this is from years of experience watching it for a long time. Some matches you just know as soon as they start what the outcome's gonna be. Just right from the start. And mm-hmm. that was one of those matches. Uh it's just because I I mean Dewdrop's gonna get pushed more. Uh, that's oh, yeah. obvious. Like oh, look, yeah. I mean look how far she's gotten already. Yeah. But, uh, but uh it, it it was it was that way cuz you had her winning some uh most likely you was going to have a a good guy win the king and that's exactly what happened with Xavier Woods and Finn we had uh Xavier accomplishing his uh childhood, childhood dream, dream of becoming king of the ring and and, it, and and you figure Xavier is so over by the way especially when he goes to the comic cons and stuff like that it, it was like almost must thing it, it was a thing that 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 uh one of his top goals yeah 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 it, it's like one of them things like you you pick out like me my top goal was uh winning the royal rumble headline wrestlemania that 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 was my end all be all um but i guess his was king of the ring and that's a good one because 
not that many men are king of the ring, believe it or not, even though there's a yeah, it's, it's a, pretty a, rare a actually. Chunk, but not that many held that crown, you know. No, they didn't. Um, so congrats to Xavier Woods. I was happy for him, and and then he was emotional. His whole crew was emotional, so it was pretty cool for to to have him accomplish that. Moving forward, we have a. Uh, well, who is it? I got a number. They're right there. It's in yeah. front of you, bro. I don't have my glasses. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. Bobby. Lashley oh man. See, see, this <laughs> this is the hard part for me. Uh, T, I know you sat home and watched it. Mikey, I don't know. Did you sit home and watch it? No, he was I I was at work, but that's one of those matches. Uh, me and a buddy of mine kind of snuck and watched. Yeah, like I had my tablet sitting right in front of me, but I was working, so I had to help out uh, uh, the consumers coming in. So trying to watch, but I had my earpiece in, so I got to hear hear what was going on. So, uh, but you were telling me that that Lashley carried the hell out of Goldberg in this match. Uh, yeah, he did. Like, like yes, he always, did. You always have that one dance partner in in the wrestling business, and Bobby Lashley's Goldberg because. For some reason, Lashley brings out the best of Goldberg, and and I have to just sit sit there and swallow my own pride. Like, damn, this was halfway entertaining. What the hell? <laughs> and he and, gave and, uh, Goldberg a nice spear too, man. He chopped, and, and he chopped Goldberg in half with that one. Every match they had, it just caught me off guard and caught me off guard. My like, God, damn it! I want to hate this match so bad, and I can't. <laughs> it's true. Well, well, well. That's the thing when when you put someone as a type of Goldberg in there with someone who can work honestly, and even though Lashley is a big motherfucker just as well, but he can work though. He can go, and then Goldberg, all we known him for for many years is just the whole power, just straight, just, just basically just straight run right through you and and call it a day. That's it. Bottom line, but uh, it, it was a decent match. I, I think Bobby got lacerated on on his forearm or something like that, um, on one of the spears, I think. But all in all, that that high spot spear to the tables that that was pretty epic. It it, it was a, a different type of Goldberg matches. He he did the jackhammer and then he continued to now, beat down. Now, what uh? Like I said, with a little bit that I caught back and forth between working, um, I was hoping to see or hear something about his son getting involved, but we didn't get to see that at no all, at all, not at all. I don't think they they want his son traveling. That I way. and I kept watching uh, like the crowd's reaction, uh, see if they were going to turn their head, turn their head, you know, and nope, no, they didn't. I'm like, right, I'm getting, right, I'm, 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 right, I'm getting word that. Uh, Dennis Reaper might be uh trying to chime in on with us. He is he's he's uh on location. I don't want to say location. He's in route. I know that. So he is mobile right now. So uh we're going to try to get our other compadre in the room here and see if that works out if he doesn't got his radio turned up loud. Uh let's see if this works here. Dennis. What's up guys? What's up brother? We're just going what? to we're going over uh, Crown Jewel right now. 
we're having technical difficulties with uh with with uh Joey Greco because uh it's either a couple things either we can't see him can't hear him and then 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 when we can see him and hear him he can't see us or hear us then so I'm I'm trying wait well I think he gets it from Pat. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the blame on Pat. So 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 Joey, it, it, if you're hearing us out there, if you're watching and hearing us, I'm just gonna blame Pat because uh uh he is uh te- technically, technically challenged. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. I'm gonna say dysfunctional, but. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh my god. Now we So what did they miss about the crown jewel conversation? Well, well, so we we ran through uh Edge and Seth Rollins to which personally to me was uh the match of the night. It it was Awesome match between these two. They're just oh, I love speed, that match. These two are speed racing through the results. Well, look. <laughs> so I, I I will probably have to get muted, um, or take my earpiece out because the only matches I did not get to see yet is the Biggie versus McIntyre, the oh, women's that, title, the that, women's that, title match, and the main event. I was about to spoil all that for you. Oh I, yeah. Like, I don't care if you do. I I want to know what happened. and I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But you can well, mute us. Well, yeah, I could mute y'all. But we'll you know, say... I don't even care. I just want to know. But the 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 freaking llama or whatever the freaking camel was the greatest thing of the entire show. Okay, just gonna say that out loud. <laughs> that was the greatest thing funny. in the entire show. That was definitely funny. Uh, like I told you, Randy's expressions were priceless. That that, that was great. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. standing up there. <laughs> Like AJ and them in the ring was like, he don't have a partner. <laughs> and here he comes out on a cattle and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's wild. Yeah. We uh we discuss uh Mansoor and Ali's uh match and how cool and important it was for uh, the children down there, you know, seeing two people, a Muslim entity and uh culture and religion. Yes. You know, Look, showcase that, that was that was very special, very very special that yeah. they did that. Like it was great that that Ali did what he did, um, but it was even cooler to have the silver medalist from their country come out, you know, and do something. It's it's those are the moments and the things that I love about the WWE when they do that stuff. Yeah, um, we, they we... they make it more about the people than their fans than themselves. Yeah, we discussed Zelina. They need to do that more often. And Dewdrop. Uh, I was caught off guard with Zelina I love winning. The, I, I, I love the finish. So did I. And uh, I like the way I they, love they, the finish because they teased it toward the beginning and it didn't go well. And then uh, yeah. she, she hit it towards the end and I'm like, oh, okay. And, and that was one of, like, I uh, told Mikey, I'm like, when Zelina came out and like even midway through the match, I'm like, damn it, this is not gonna go the way I thought it was gonna go. But uh To be honest, uh, like I had Vega winning 
because I thought Shannon Bla- Blazer was going to come out and cause the match. Uh, no, it was clean, brother. <laughs> I know it was clean. Yeah. That was what threw me a curveball. I was like, I didn't expect it to be a clean finish. Neither did I. That I, I guess that's what caught all of us. It's like, like yeah, that's another through. one that that uh, there was no surprises that we didn't even think about that. Like midway Aside through the match, I was like, okay, Zelina's probably taking it now. You know, like the things that I could see going on. I'm like, wow. Okay, and I'm like I told Mikey, I'm happy for Tia because I think she's awesome. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a great. I love it when she does cosplay. Of the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring of the Ring, I loved it all. Yeah, uh, Xavier Woods getting his due. That was pretty dope. I got I got choked up a little bit. I won't lie when I saw it happen. Like I was building a closet in a. Freaking seventy thousand dollar unit that we have, and like my boss is letting me watch wrestling through my phone a little bit while I'm building closets. Why it took me a little longer today, and I mean, dude, when I saw it happen, I'm like, I'm like, I saw him go up, and I'm like, please, for the love of God, let's be, let this be it, let this be the fucking finish, let this be the finish, and then he hits it. I'm like, please don't kick out, please don't kick out, and they let it be that, <laughs> dude. When I say chills, goosebumps. Emotion, like did I love? Did I want Finn Balor? Or did I would I rather have been Ricky Shavers, Xavier Woods? Yes, but I get why they had him versus Finn Balor is because of the fact that they're, you know, Finn can make it make the match the way they needed it to be instead of Ricochet. That and uh, Finn brings a big time name to the yes. finals match, you know. Yes, he does. If this was in the UK, 100%, nothing against Xavier Woods, it would have been Finn Balor versus Ricochet. <clears throat> um, Probably. We discussed the Goldberg and Lashley and how that match surprised us. Well, you know I what? was fucking. I won't I was blown I, away on how good it was. Yeah, me too. I, I want to hate on it so much, and, and it didn't happen. <laughs> of course, you did. Obviously, look. After every match Goldberg has had, we were all expecting to be. We all had our expectations so low. We were expecting it to be so bad, and but, it was so good. Is not is like lastly is Goldberg Shawn Michaels. True, it's true. Um, I was surprised he got uh, Lashley up for the uh, jackhammer. I was surprised. I, oh yeah, I was I, scared for a hot second surprised. too. Lashley, Goldberg shit. First off, all right, I was getting a message from Pat here on my sidearm here, but uh. I I guess we were gonna try to give uh, Greco another chance to jump in the room again, but uh, I seen him on the screen, but then he popped out. Wait, now he's on, off, on. I don't know. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to bring him in one more time. Just one more time. We're gonna see if this works. And he is buffering again. So. Pat, your idea is not working. Sorry, there is a buffering problem issue. Like I said, sometimes when he uh, 
he could probably hear us and see us. But then the other time when he was on, he couldn't hear us and he couldn't see us then. So we can't really do anything uh, like this. I'm sorry, folks. I want to apologize. Like I said, it's technical difficulties. Uh, it's probably a bad internet connection or something like that because it is buffering. As you can see on the screen, it's circling. So, uh, so Pat, if you can hear us, you can apologize to Joe. You, you can get in contact with Joey. Apologize. You know, it's you know, it is what it is. You know, we can't we we can't fix anything from our end. It's it, it's everything. It's on it's on his end. Of what's going on? So, yeah. But uh. Where we at? Where, All right. where we leave off here? We, we about to spoil it for Dennis. Uh, Big E and Drew McIntyre. So if you want to mute us, mute us now. No, I need to know. I need to know how I did. Uh, that, so that was... I, have, I think I Drew had McIntyre, Drew McIntyre won that match. No, he He pinned not. him hands down. Jesus. One, two, three. <laughs> walked out with the title. I'm trying to ruin his day. <laughs> it was big, meaty man slapping meat type of match, and Big E. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! This is uh, supposed to be a PG show. There, hey, <laughs> that's, how, that's how Big E calls it: the big matches, big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> and uh, they they both delivered. They both. It was basically a Smash Mouth match. Um. Ups and downs, uh, false finishes. It, it, it was pretty decent, and Big E went over. Big E won. Nice, nice uh, little. It's a, we knew it's that. Nice we we all knew that was nice happening. Little, it, it's a it's a nice little push for him because you you know that's someone. If you think about like yeah you know he faced Bobby Lashley, his biggest test what really was Drew McIntyre. Ken. Can Big E go up against these bigger guys that have been in this spotlight and have done bigger things than Big E? No offense. And if that's the case, that's it's, true. you know, I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody say bad things about the match yet. I've been seeing nothing but positive things. Not a lot of people were spoiled and stuff. All I've been seeing is man, the Big E and Drew McIntyre match have been was great. So I'm already yeah. expecting to be enjoyed. So I'm gonna say yeah, this McIntyre right. showed him respect. Everything on this pay per view so far didn't let me down. I was actually thoroughly enjoying the entire Crown Jewel event. I enjoyed it, and, and you know, I'm, I'm always like iffy on certain things, and <laughs> it, it's all, pretty. We, we you just like to bury WWE half the time on how I, bad it is. I gentlemen, I just got word from our uh, our. I'm not gonna say fearless, our our fearful, our very fearful leader, uh, Patrick Beanard, that uh, it looks like uh, he's gonna try to schedule something with uh, Greco to do a Facebook live show with him himself personally, and he's just gonna tag us in it. Uh, so. Uh, so the gobbler, Papinard, will do a Facebook live with Joey Greco. You heard it here, folks. Yep. All right. So hopefully uh, everything's worked out by then. By the time they uh, get to do that little sit down meet and greet type uh, thing, uh, Pat's gonna get to meet his meet and talk to his childhood hero, his trainer. <laughs> 
uh, if y'all know Pat used to watch him when he was a little kid. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Mikey tells the story of Pat growing up in an orphanage, and 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 uh, and he's not. <laughs> He's not the real brother. He just followed. He just followed him and Chucky home. Um, they had fun playing with him when they tied a piece of meat around his neck so the dog can play with him. Uh, Pat, and Pat was so ugly as a child. Uh, Mama Bernard had to feed him from across the room with a slingshot. I'm trying to figure out. You, 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 you said. Are you sure it was a slingshot and not like a rocket launcher? Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you guys just gave me like hot wheel cars and the tracks. You, you guys just gave me for saying big meaty men slapping me, and this man's and and, and this man's nickname is the gobbler. <laughs> the gob, the knob gobbler. He's the knob gobbler. Oh man! Yeah. See, every time this man, this man always poses that he's eating like food, and they're always hoagies. I know. Like, what about when he's okay? Like, he's on vacation, and then, and he, right? Like, and then he poses a place and he's eating food at Rip Rogers. Like, bro, well, dude, well, well, Dennis, well, he, he's on vacation, and he literally said, like, his room is like right next to where the buffet's at, and all the smells yeah. just keep coming up. I'm like, talk about uh, he's a badass. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, Pat. You're uh, you know, you know, it's really gonna go with the gobbler name. When Pat, Wawa comes out with the gobbler sandwich, you're killing <laughs> everybody on the Devereaux team. <laughs> but yeah, oh. so what? So, all right, yeah, Pat. Sorry, you fat son of a bitch. I <laughs> yeah. am fat too. I like food, but my god, yeah, but god, not, not yeah. my love for you, but my god, he just everywhere. Uh, this is my uh, food today, guys. I'm eating food. Here's where I'm today, guys, dude. All right, we're getting off track here, gentlemen. Let's get back to the uh, yeah. Crown Jewel pay-per-view. All right. Yep. Up next, we got the women's championship match uh, with uh, Becky, big-time Bex, versus Bianca Belair, the EST, and the ball, Sasha Banks. To me, that was my second favorite match. You know, I hate the women matches only for one reason. They got they to keep them clothed all the way instead of showing their gimmicks off, their outfits. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't get mad at your culture. Man. I know, I know. I just, I just, no, uh, it just irks me though. Um, I was, I was thinking in my head, if one of the women will shoot on Saudi Arabia by during the match, start taking the shirt off and stuff like that, and and revealing their their own outfit. You, you really trying to have people go to jail and shit, right? <laughs> the screen would have went black. Everybody. Like, like, go to commercial. We ain't got commercial. We're live. Go to commercial anyway. Damn it! Let me learn <laughs> learn you something real quick. The laws in here and the laws over there are way different, buddy. One of them ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that um, would be good. That would not be good. But, but yeah, that that match to me was my second favorite match of the night. Them girls had different spots, like spots after spots, and then. False finishes. I'm like, where is this going? Like, yeah, and a bunch of had a ha ha spot. Oh, so it got to a point where I was like, okay, no one, no, the title is not changing hands. I just I don't know. I just got that sense. At, 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 at one point, I thought I thought she was gonna pick them both up, but then Becky slid down. Sasha hit the uh, backstabber on Bel Air. Then 
I'm like, nope, it ain't happening this time. No, no, no. And then uh, you seen the one where um, where uh, Becky started pulling Belair by the hair in the corner, and Sasha came running, jump, jumped off of Belair's back just to deliver a, a, a kick to Becky. Yeah, and then it, it flipped back to a backstabber after that when they got back in the mm-hmm. ring. Like the match yeah, well, hey, how about the uh, double disarmor and then freaking Bianca picking both women up? Like, I was like, damn, that. Well, that and, uh, when, when they when, were outside the ring and 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 Becky came flying off the uh, with the table with the high cross body. No, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to uh, the one arm uh, military press that Bianca did with uh, Sasha. Yeah, that, that was pretty dope. Like well, the won? whole match, it had different spots and everything. Uh, who won? Lita. Lita okay, won. so the man right. came around. The man. I was gonna say, yeah, the man pulled a, a, a very clever. I really liked it. A clever heel finish. Uh, it was a it, good it, pin. It, it, she grabbed was, the bottom rope while the ref wasn't looking, and kind of got like. Kind of like a roll-up kind of thing with uh, uh, holding the uh, rope down, and the ref didn't see it at all. Is, all right, uh, so far, I had, I had the AJ, I had the I had the AJ match wrong, and I had that match wrong. Oh, and Edge so and Rollins. So I lost so three. Going your score, your your checklist. Yeah, um, there's the only three of them right now that I have wrong. Yeah. And uh, before everything kicked off, the Usos had a match with the Hurt Business, but uh, I. It was a pre-show match. The Usos, to me, was going to go over, especially with Cedric yeah. uh, doing the honors this past Monday or, or Friday, I think it was, whatever. Um, so we saw the Usos winning. And yep. then it yeah. came down to the main event. More big, meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> and, uh, it was Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And how did Brock Lesnar have a better tan than Roman Reigns? I have no idea. But it happened. Uh, <laughs> we lost. I don't know where Dennis le- left. Well, it looks like it's just us three again. Oh, he's yeah. back again. I see him. He's doing something. I'll wait till he's ready till he's sitting down and I'll bring him in the room. But yeah, uh, Reigns and Lesnar. I thought there was going to be a lot more controversy. Yeah, especially with Paul Heyman. Then, then, then what little bit at the end. Exactly. Exactly what you just said with Paul Heyman. I thought it was going to be more, the uh, like, like at least halfway to a third of the way through. I thought it was going to get more controversial you, with you, Heyman and Bob. Exactly. You, you thought you were going to get the old school. I trip him, but it wasn't him. It was meant for the other guy. Yeah, that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I thought yeah, they, I thought yeah. they were going to go that route and get and get into that type of uh, shit going on. Yeah, my bad, guys. I. Uh... I meant to I meant to close out the chat because I saw Pat commented on it, and then when I closed out of it, it kicked me out. Blame Thanks, Pat. Pat. You got me kicked off freaking. <laughs> you know, I called you fat, you ignorant son of a bitch. There you go, Dennis. You got a comment from Pat. Dennis is oh, come on. And body. <laughs> what an ass. If anything, you're probably thinking about pulling that ponytail he has. <laughs> whoa, whoa, only my whoa. Dog. <laughs> That's probably what, what Pat's thinking about. Well, we already know that his wife wears the pants in that relationship, and he admits to it. 
She's up there on vacation right now, laying the smackdown on him. Like, put that chicken leg down. What the hell are you doing? He, you ate too much. When he get put through a table, put it down. I think the reason he eats all this food is because she wants him to eat. Because she knows that, you know, if, she, if he gets fat, no one's going to be attracted to him. So she don't got to worry about him leaving. Yeah. So, um, what's your thoughts on that match between uh, Roman and uh, Brock, Dennis? I didn't get the watch. Oh, that's yet. right. Oh, uh, that's he, right. It was a dark match for Dennis. Uh, uh, he's waiting on who won from us. Yes, okay. I am. Should we lie to him or tell him the truth? Okay, so there was a little bit of a. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say. Let me go with this real quick. I believe that there had to be some kind of something happened because Heyman said. Here's a better angle. All right. What Camera happened was, Twitter, so. yes, there was something that did happen that's sneaky. That's everybody's like, uh, okay. It, it, it was, I believe, if I can remember correct, the F5. Roman kicked out. Everybody's in, up in Adams. They're laying there. There's a big gap in between. Paul Heyman slides the belt in between them, says, you figure it out. Or something. Other, uh, oh yeah, no. He says you know what to do. Yeah, you know what. Yeah, to and do. that was pretty cool when he did that. You know, because like it's not it, like if he went to one side and the other, it would be like okay, he's gonna or or he could have or they could have waited where uh, he almost gonna slide it to Roman and somehow he does it too hard and it bypasses him and goes to Brock. You know, like, yeah, of, like oops, my bad, that so, kind of shit. So then they have tug of war with the belt, Brock. Wins the tug of war. He's about to clock Roman. Jimmy and Jay come in. Super kick party. Yep. Ooh, ah, spear. One. Oh, he used the belt. Two, One, two oh, three. Oh, he used the belt, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He hit. He used the belt to take him out. But I thought the match wasn't a what was a normal match. Well, you know the world title match normally has uh, no restrictions. Charles Robinson got knocked out. Yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. And then they had the other ref come out for the count. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Roman won. Yes. Roman won. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I only got three wrong out of the entire yeah. entire. Now, you're now, booking at seventy percent. Now what you do is you redo <laughs> your uh, list. You redo your list for all the winners, and go home and bet against Nina <laughs> of who wins. <laughs> No, Nina had a better pick than I did. Yeah. No, because she she didn't pick. No, no, no. No, no, no. I know that she didn't pick for two matches. She didn't no. pick for Edge and, Nor- Edge and Rollins, and she didn't pick for she was the women's the match. So I have to. I am not going to tell her what happened because she didn't watch either. She's been at work all day and night. Wow. So. I'm gonna have to Twitter. She's gonna have to like no, she won't I told her she's not allowed to do it. She has to have a pick when she gets done work, and then I will tell her the results. Alright, well, ladies and gentlemen, so we technically just... she has technically I think she got three wrong then at the same thing. All right, well, if you go that route. Well, folks, if you're listening, we just breezed through the crown jewel uh, results here. Uh, you know, if you're just tuning in now, 
and you didn't see Crown Jewel yet, do not hit the replay button yet on this. You'll be disappointed if some of your favorites didn't go over. So go watch the Crown Jewel, then exactly. come back, and you can listen to what we talked about here. But we got plenty of time right now. So we're going to segue into another event. Uh, not quite a pay-per-view, but I guess some people want to list it as a pay-per-view, I guess. And that's coming up next Tuesday for NXT Halloween Havoc. Spin the wheel, make the deal. And uh, I, I, I wrote it down with my chicken scratch in front of T. Uh, so hopefully he can read it without his glasses. Do you need my glasses? Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, right, right now I'm looking at six matches. We have... Carmelo Hayes versus Johnny Gargano, with Hayes being the champion. I see Hayes retaining. I, hey, I, can I actually, I'm going the same thing. I can actually see that. Yeah. Like, like even though, uh, if if you watched uh, uh, NXT this past week, I sped through it myself. Uh, it was funny because uh, I was watching the promo they were doing in the middle of the ring. Hayes and out comes. Uh, Gargano and they're going back and forth with the words and it was just it was just funny to hear Johnny mention Loomis as being his son-in-law <laughs> behind him <laughs> and and then he went and then he just went to town so apparently Dexter Loomis is going to be in Johnny's corner yeah. at at Halloween Havoc so uh, yeah apparently, apparently we went with Carmelo Hayes, Mikey, what is your pick? It will be. Uh, uh, I agree with you guys. Yeah, it's nah. Why? I think uh, why? Why? Uh, why do you agree? Please enlighten us. Why do you agree with us? Uh, I'm the uh, one that wrote the script to begin with. No. <laughs> uh... It's one of those TV things that it's just. I think they're going to save that for something bigger. It that that's that's the feeling I get. It just looks like something that uh, it's Halloween Havoc's a small event. It's not. I mean, yeah, it's no, got no, a lot ha- of gimmicks. Ha- 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 Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc is technically now since they're not like even though they do the takeovers, but technically this is considered. It's a pay-per-view, but for them on, like, like back in the day, we had Clash of the Champions. Yeah, so exactly Clash of the Champions Clash was on TV Champions. all the time. And for us, that was a free pay-per-view. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what Halloween have. It's any big event like that that they're doing on TV, it's like a free pay-per-view you're getting. Mm-hmm. So, going forward, what I'm seeing is, I, I don't know if T, I don't know if Dennis probably agrees with me on this, uh, but I'm going to have to disagree with what you're saying, but I, I'm going with uh, the fact that uh, Gargano, he's been around for a while. He really don't have to prove anything. So now it's the newer guys that that has to get pushed. Like mm-hmm. Gargano already made his mark of of how many years that he's been there already. Yeah. So you gotta look at the it only like that. thing that I question is because I agree with you what you're saying that it's the newer guys, but. Also, at the same time, it's not Triple H and Sean in charge anymore. 
So is Vince going to do like what he would do with the main roster where you think that, you know, the young guy should win and retain, but then, you know, the opposite happens. See, but you gotta uh, look it's at the this other thing though, that I think it. But you got to look at this, though, with Gargano having his time in there. It's going to be in due time before he gets called up. Eventually. Eventually. Look. Uh, I, unfortunately, right. I don't think Gargano's going to get called up. I think we're going to have the same thing that happened with Adam Cole, happen to him and Ciampa. They're going to get to that contract date. They're not going to get it renewed since Vince is now in charge of the NXT, and they're going to get their 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 pink slip. And Vince is going to regret that decision. But at the same time, I don't think you will because if you look at all of it. Gargano has been around the industry for what, 15 years? And he can go anywhere. He could go anywhere. But I think if if anything, he's going to help these younger kids. Austin Theory, who I think is going to be the the breakout star in the next year. Oh, Um, yes, most definitely. I agree there. There's no it's buts about it that that dude has every ounce of a professional wrestler entertainer, character, everything. He has everything. But he's with Gargano because Gargano has everything. He has everything that Vince needs. So it wouldn't it's more of the here, we're gonna hey hey Johnny, we're gonna we want you to work here and we want you to help push him to his limits and see what he's made of in the matches that you're used to being able to create with, with Champa. We need you to cre- recreate all those matches with these other kids. And he will. And he'll do it to the point to where they go, hey, we want to take you off the TV and we want you to help train these kids to be you. Exactly. But, yeah, so we all had the same pick. We're going with Carmelo Hayes to retain the North American Championship. Yep. All right, T, up next. Next, we have the problem making his debut as Solo Sequoia against... Probably some unknown jobber. Yeah, as of right now, it's unknown who he's going to face. For you don't know who uh, Solo is. He's actually, if you looked on the, watch him on the indies or on YouTube and stuff, you can find him as Sefa Fatu. He is, he is the younger brother of the Usos. But but he's also bigger than them, though, too. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and the thing is, he looks just like him too. But now, uh, when you see the clips, the, the 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 video package, they got him looking like a street fighter MMA type of guy with blonde hair. Now, it looks like. So I'm 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 a little bit leery. I think I think what they want to do is get him away from his brothers with the look and the name and all that stuff, so people don't put two and two together. Hey, this is their younger brother, whatever. I think, but what I think after a while in NXT, when they're ready to bring them up to the main roster, they might flip them back to as, hey, this is their brother, da da, and have him, you know, start sporting the look again, maybe eventually. Yeah, it also makes you wonder, too, because people. Unless he starts blowing up, if he starts blowing up with this character, this gimmick that they got him doing. You know, who, who knows? 
That's and true. Was, and what were you going to say there, Mike? Well, well, because I was going to say, the, the other thing is, uh, you know, there is people who a lot of, and I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there that just like, like do their research and find out that, oh, this is, this is Usa's brother. So why, why go with this gimmick? Why not go with, you know, being like his brothers? Well, you know what's funny though? When you say about the research and stuff is, is before they start advertising him as solo, he was already advertised on WWE.com when they were advertising the, uh, the uh, newer uh, guys who got signed to the performance center and they, you know, and they advertised who he was, you know, the son of Rikishi, the brother of the Ushos. So if anyone who keeps up on it and actually reads up on, 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 on uh, WWE.com and stuff like that, they're going to already know that fact. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Next up, we have MSK versus Imperium. See, that's going to be a great match. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to play favoritism here. I'm going with Imperium. Even though MSK is young, they're talented and stuff like that, I personally like Imperium. I don't care. I'm going with MSK because that is basically they fit the mold of 2.0, so... MSK to retain and somewhat of a heel turn because they're getting booed for no reason when they're their faces. It's because uh, they're their faces. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, uh, it's tough because there's been baby faces that get booed and they still remain baby face. So that it's tough to say if they're going to turn or not. I can see them retaining the titles. No, I, I think it's the fixed audience because I, I know that damn audience is halfway fixed. So I would not be surprised, like going off what you said about them turning heel. Yeah, but putting a manager with them, I'm thinking with in recent times with their gear and stuff. If you notice, they play they paid tribute to uh, X Pac. I would not be surprised if X Pac comes out from behind the scenes of being the agent backstage in NXT because that's what he's doing nowadays. I would not be surprised if he would come out and manage MSK and be their mouthpiece. True. I just I don't know. They don't need it. I think that'd be hot though, honestly. Like I'm 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 gonna say this way I do think MSK is gonna lose. I think they're dropping the straps. I'm saying, and there's a reason why. Because probably Vince wants to bring them up. <laughs> I'll say it this way. If MSK wins, then Imperium is going up. Now, what's what's the status on Walter? Do we know? Is he still with UK? Yeah. Or... No, they're all with the UK show. It's just they're all stuck over in the UK again. So... Uh, I haven't looked recently, so they're still running the UK shows at all? Yeah, they are? No. They're not. Not that I'm... Look, every time I look up to see what's going on with the WWE's UK, apparently they're not running anything right now. Okay. All the guys are working for Trend 7's company out in the UK. 
All wow. of the WWE UK guys are all working for Trend 7 now. Just to have something to do. I, I, uh, like, yeah, I'm going to say I'm, this way. If the WWE drops the ball in the UK and they lose the UK wrestlers, they're screwed. I think, I think if, if they are going to bring, um, Imperium up, they're going to obviously, Walter. they're going to be Walter and, uh, and drag it all. Well, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll put him with them because they got rid of Desmond Wolf. And I like Wolf. I? Honestly, I like Wolf. So, and yeah. we are tick, 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 tick. He's Sorry, making I'm, a turn. He's making a turn. <laughs> I'm making a right turn. This is a NASCAR. I'm <laughs> <making a> right <laughs> turn. Hey, hey, look, he's making a left turn. A turn. No, I'm going with Imperium winning. Um. I don't know why I'm having them win. I just have a feeling that she's actually going to pull up, is going to actually win the match on Saturday, on Tuesday. I don't know. Like, uh, I, it's just, I, there's no reason for that W. So, like, so, I, I don't, I don't, so don't see it. So does that mean you're going with MSK? Yeah, I said it was going to okay. Yeah, that's Okay, Mikey, we got two. Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah, that's who I said. MS, MSK is going to. All right, so we're split. We're split down the middle. Don't worry, Dennis. We got this. We got this. All right. Who's up next? Uh, Io Shirai, Zoe Starks versus Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada, and Toxic Attraction. Now, we talked about this prior to the show, and uh, I think we uh, agreed on. This is how I see it. If Toxic Attraction wins the straps, Mandy Rose is going to win the world championship. Yeah, off of Raquel Gonzalez later on. After, later on, the NXT championship. Excuse me. It looks yeah. like it's going in that direction too. That's if it does. That's if it does. If. So yeah, it's a big if. Uh, but other than that, I'm looking at Indy, Indy going over, and her walking away with the tag titles, just for the fact yeah. you know. Just for the fact with everything what she just been through with the whole marriage stuff and being a part of the way and stuff like that. I I can see them walking away. I do not see EO and Stark retaining the title the, at the, all. They the, are not gonna retain the title. Then we, we will have to say the same thing. Like if if Johnny Gargano will win, then that means Indy's gonna win. You know what I mean? That, Wait, no, but, but Indy's uh, with uh, Dexter, though, not... Yeah, it's still the way. It's still a group. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with Toxic Attraction. I'm going to... I'm actually leaning more towards Toxic Attraction as well, as well going into the Mandy Rose and Raquel match. I see that. Dennis? Um, I'm, I agree. I, I, I don't know who to pick on this match. I really don't. I see... I see the point that T makes if they win and Mandy wins, but there's so many, there's so many variables in this match that it can go any direction for any real good reason. So I, I have, I'm going to say it this way. I can't pick a winner for this match because I have no goddamn idea who and how they're going to put that match together to win. 
just because okay. of how how the how they have it played it playing out right now. Okay, well, if not that yeah, one, what about Mandy Rose and Raquel Gonzalez? I think Mandy Rose is and, over no matter what. Well, I think Mandy Rose is over only if Toxic uh, Attraction is over. Now, no, I uh, think Mandy Rose that, is over th- just because of, and it's not because of, it, it's because of what happened at the house. With the whole um, dude breaking in the, the what's her Sony Deville's house, I think uh, this is their their moment of saying, "Hey, we know you're ready to win. We know you're ready to do this. We're gonna give you your shot. We're gonna let you. We're gonna see what you can do now. We're being the top person in NXT, and Raquel's gonna go up to the the, the main roster. Well, she has no choice because." Um... She got that size. She's gonna be a giant up there. Yeah, and they need someone. They need some. No offense. They need size up there for women. For Charlotte, for Rhea. It's like they don't have anybody. That would be a good battle. That's the thing. They don't have many big women in in the main rosters. That's true. I think so, that Mandy is going to go over in that match only because, man, they're just like, everything is, Mandy's so freaking hot. Well. <laughs> That's the only reason why you're picking her. Oh, my gosh, she's so freaking hot. Well, they're, you sound, they're pushing you, her like crazy, too. I was, I was saying, like, you, sound, you sound like your brother push. looking at a buffet. Brother looking at a buffet. That's funny. Hey, that, Hey Dennis, are 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 you heading into the house right now? I am. I am. Are you going to reconnect on your laptop, or are you going to stay on the phone? I'm probably going to stay on the phone for just a little bit longer because I do got work in the morning. So okay. Well, we got um, one more match, and I got a little surprise then too. Then I think okay. uh, I, I I seen a text message that we got someone who wants to jump in the room. That uh that. They want to be our replacement interview, but uh, let's uh go with what's our uh last match here. Uh, the last match is Champa versus Braun Raker. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Champa on this one. I don't see Braun going over at all. At least yeah, not yet. Not I think yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a great work a, man. But not yet. I agree. It just feels too too soon. Too soon. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming though. I'm indecisive yet. Like I, I wanna say Champa, but the the way they're pushing this man to the moon is like uh okay. Yeah, it's it's it definitely is a hit or miss. You don't know how's it going to turn out because uh, like it's so confusing. Because I I guess I guess nowadays if if you notice this happens a lot now with a lot of names that come in that when they get signed and they're like a second or third generation wrestler in WWE, they're not. They haven't been not. Naming anybody after their family, their family legacy, like Ro- Roman Reigns, he comes in. They, you know, he he's not named after uh, his family. You know, um, that's true. Uh, uh, 
this guy, Von, whatever damn name they gave him. Von Wagner. Yeah. Collie at Edge's love child. What? But he's not, he, he doesn't come after his father's last name, well, a Bloom. And what about a, a Bull, Bull Buchanan's kid? And then Breaker here now, as you know, uh, he's being easy. Yeah, they don't say anything about the Steiners. Yeah, yeah. It's like like everyone nowadays, if they have some kind of uh, heritage in the business, they don't. They haven't been naming them. Yeah, they uh, don't bring it up. Yeah, they've been trying to keep it sheltered on the on the fence and stuff like that. That's it. That's all you got. Just a nod. Uh, I'm gonna say Champa because they just gave Champa the title. They're not gonna have him drop it just yet. I told you. And plus, it's too, like you said, it's too early. It's too early right now. Like I said, I'm undecisive. I can't. Even though the the match is on Tuesday, it's like I don't know. I want to say Champa comes up with a title to give Bomb Breaker his first loss. But the way they're pushing the kid, I don't know. All right. Um, well, there you have it, folks. Next uh, Tuesday on NXT, you'll get to see the free pay-per-view, the uh, free-per-view uh, Halloween Havoc. And that was our rundown. That was our predictions. Uh, we have a whole lot of other stuff coming up by... L.A. Knight's the host, right? He's the one spinning yeah. the wheel, isn't he? Yeah, he, he beat uh, Grayson Waller for the shot to host. Yep. Uh, wow, we got only what? Uh, as of right now, one viewer in the room as far as I can tell. Uh, I'm just going to run down some of our lists that we got going on here. Um, next week, we have one of our rescheduled uh, interviews. We have the queen of the death matches, Rebecca Payne. That there should be good for uh, that should be fun for me and Dennis. There, we're really good friends hey, with Rebecca. So, since we're talking about Rebecca Payne, should I drop the bombshell about who might be the, a guest within the next month and a half? The two month between November, probably December or January. Uh, it would, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think you you might want to save it for next month. Maybe maybe let's just wait till we have it. The uh, you know. Locked down first. What do you think? You think we should have it? Uh, let, let. You know, here, here, we'll give a filler out to see who they, who the fans would like to see most of. All right, we can either a bring it, bring in Nick fucking Gage, uh, or former WWE star Kalisto, or current. New Japan for a wrestler, well, Osprey. You know, I'm just saying. There was. A, the, the, I want to see what the it's, fans it's some choices. Like to be it's choices. In the next three months. In the next three months, who would the fans like to see the most of? Well, uh, for people who don't realize it, uh, starting November fourth, we we'll, we will be going bi-weekly, bi-weekly. Uh, so it's going to be two shows a month. Um, Dennis is gonna focus more on picking our uh bigger names, the ones that are traveling the world and stuff like that. He's reaching out. He's, you know, 
he's doing the drive via mobile social media internet you know getting in contacts meeting them at shows and stuff like that talking to them one-on-one so he's out there he's putting in the work for uh for us here and uh me i'm gonna and i'm gonna uh go the route of talking to the new up-and-comers because one day they will be those superstars or some of the vets that uh haven't had their chance to tell their story yet to the wrestling world so we're trying to mix it up here we're trying to break it up instead of us uh trying to go after the same people trying to so that's what we gotta do we gotta delegate what we're doing instead of us uh, stepping on each other's toes, trying to do the same thing and not realize it. Well, I'm talking to this person. Well, I'm talking to that person too. So that doesn't work out. So that's why he's going for the bigger names. I'm going for the up and comers and some of the vets that you know who. You like know. I will say this. I will say this. November thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. I believe that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I will drop this bombshell on Friday night. November 14th, I will be going live from the big event the night before where Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, AJ Lee, the list goes on and on and on uh, where they're going to be. I'm going to be doing a live event, uh, you know, on on the podcast of showing you fans where these guys are going to be sitting at going over the event. And possibly getting the green light to have some of those big names on the show for a five-minute interview. So I will be in LaGuardia Airport at the hotel for the big event for Breakfast and Body Slams and Rape the Future with Dennis Reaper with some of the biggest goddamn names that are in TV as I speak Hell yeah, they are. And he's out there doing the work for the Body Slams podcast team. Uh, so when I say that I got the green light to do the pre-show podcast, I'm going to be up there that Friday, whether during the day or during the night. I don't know yet. I got to they gotta let me know about this week when I'm going up. But I'll be staying up there all weekend. I'm going to drive back Saturday to pick up my girl um, so she can meet Kenny Omega on Sunday. That's what's up. And she's literally like, just smiling from cheek to cheek because she did not know until just the <laughs> <very> moment. <laughs> so, dreams do come true, kids. Yeah, doing it the right <laughs> way. Um, but big shout out to the big event uh, and Antonio uh, for making that happen for Friday night. But when I say if you fans want questions or answered or autographs, let me know. I get you the list who's going to be there, and I'm going to make it happen too and get the mail out to you. But we make it we we popping, bro, that weekend. We busy that weekend. Uh, this is I, why I, we're the prime show. Because look I at the names what I'm doing that, that Dennis weekend. just uh, dropped. Look, I'm gonna say this. Uh, no, no, I, I am, I am, I am busy that weekend. I just, I just remembered. I, I believe I am gonna be in New Jersey for a double shot, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So breakfast and body slams on the fourteenth on that very Sunday. I will. I'm gonna have to try if the internet provides me to do so. I'll be going live from New Jersey and wherever you guys are. I mean, T, we got to get your mobile device working so you can do it from home yourself. 
What we need to do, we'll talk about this after the show. Oh yeah. But, so we can all be able to like, go live from this pro- platform itself for de- for Breakfast and Body Slams. Yeah. We gotta make some things happen to make that happen. But, <laughs> dude, I, I'm stoked. I you like I was at New Japan for wrestling on Sunday. Okay, let me just say that was fucking amazing. I, I'm sure it was. I was only at uh a event that was uh it was a joint venture between New Japan Pro Wrestling and they were going up against Jersey All Pro and that's the night mm-hmm. I got to uh I got I got to meet and shake hands and speak to uh Jushin Thunder Liger. So like that 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 was awesome for me right there. Yeah, yeah like it was it was a random decision to go. Like me and her were sitting, we sat up Saturday. Night. I was like, you know what? Let's just go. I was like, we got the little one in the morning. We dropped her off about 45, 2 o'clock, and went right to the city. You know, yeah. after I dude, I didn't get home from Baltimore the day before of hanging out with Will Osprey and meeting Kurt Angle and all those guys until almost midnight. Yeah, and I was then so we tempted. Back up at seven in the morning. Yeah, I was so tempted to go that Sunday one though, but I, I got tied up here at home. So, look, it was a great show. It was a long show. It started at five. The last match wrapped up for the taping around nine nine thirty. Um, they taped a lot of matches, and they weren't short matches. They were very long matches. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Mike. They're giving people Mike, the money. Like they're giving you your money's worth. Mikey, calm, calm, calm down, Mikey, and let Dennis talk. You're talking too much. You gotta take it easy, like your brother said. <laughs> easy, Mike. He didn't say easy. that. <laughs> but yeah, but no, big thing, big thing. But I'll, I'll talk about New Japan a different day because I can't spoil everything. It was a taping, so I can't really discuss them. And so those events do show up on the internet from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, so yeah, so I can't spoil anything. All right. Uh, like I was saying, next week we got Rebecca Payne in the house. Uh, and then the rest of our our, our Thursday night slam shows, November fourth. Uh I I managed to get none other than uh Deshaun Pratt on the show. Uh, right now he's on the injured list, so he's not working anywhere. So his uh, so he got some free time on his hands to to join us on the eighteenth. Our man right there, Dennis Reaper. He went out and got uh Amber. I got Rodriguez. current. I got current OVW star Amber Rodriguez. She's gonna drop their three initials. Current OVW star in the ladies' wit wrestling division. Amber Rodriguez. <laughs> and then on December 2nd, we have uh, uh indie vet from up around this area between between uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Philly area, South Jersey, Delaware, Maryland as well. He's been around. Uh, Flex Wheeler will be here on the show. Um, a, a man behind the PWA and Grand Wrestling Alliance that was uh, based out of Philadelphia. That's right. He'll be here. And uh, Dennis will be providing us another name for December, for December 16th. 
So we just have to wait and find out, though. Like, you know, I'm, some- I'm just waiting on I, I, the emails are sent. The conversations are happening. But it will be one of those names that I did discuss earlier, and we will do enough time in advance to talk about one of the to talk with that gentleman. Um, so, or female, you know, could yeah. be a female that'd be coming on the show. I don't, I'm not going to tell you all. We don't discriminate. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We do not no. discriminate. But well, look, we'll everyone knows me. That Rigid knows females. that I'm a big. Look, every wrestler knows I'm a big supporter of women wrestling, and I always have and always will. I think those good ladies work way more harder than some of the men these days, or and and back in the day. Um, so if I have a chance to give these ladies a spotlight and help them get, you know, be on the show, and I'm all for it. So that's why, like, and I've known Amber Rodriguez for 13 years almost. So big ups to her for being where she is. That's why this, I was happy. This she could platform be on the show. right here. This pa- this platform right here is our way of giving back. You know, so cuz like at the end of the day when these people blow up and they don't have to, they can come back and return the love to us because we're showing them the love now. And 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 that's how it works. Uh one of the things I wanted to hit each of you guys about, one thing I want to ask you about. Uh December 30th is last Thursday in December. I suggested that uh, we take that Thursday off. It's only going to be one Thursday. We take that Thursday off just for the holidays because it's in between Christmas and New Year's and stuff. Let's take it. Let's take that last Thursday off and share it with the family. Whatever. We don't have to do a show that day, and we will pick back up the first Thursday in January. How's that sound, gentlemen? Whatever works. I yeah, because yeah. like like I said, we can spend time with the family and take that time off for us to regroup ourselves. You know, you know, just just take a quick breather. And uh, and I was gonna mention about the breakfast and bias lambs right before that, which would be the twenty sixth, which is the day after Christmas. I'm gonna say we we take that one too as well. We just we we just start back up fresh. In January, so the last show we actually do would pretty much be, it'll be breakfast and buy slams on the nineteenth of December, unless we do some pop up stuff here and there. Well, there will be a pop ups. Don't there will be a pop up December eighteenth. Okay, but like I said, unless we do other pop ups here and there, whatever, I say the nineteenth will be our our last official scheduled. uh, podcast show and we're gonna enjoy the holidays with our family and stuff like that we can take some time to uh get ourselves together you know and then uh and i will discuss with yous with what will be our comeback dates for january it's gonna be the beginning of january regardless so whether which sunday will be the or unless we switch back to saturdays we don't know but like i said that's why we're giving these sundays a chance to see they have, how, how they work out for all of us uh, as a whole. Uh, and then mm-hmm. and then Thursdays, the, the Thursday will be the first Thursday that, that we come across in January. But, uh, um, yeah, Dennis, I mentioned to you, this is going to be a short night anyway, mm-hmm. uh, since we didn't have our, our, our guests that we had scheduled because of technical issues. But uh, hopefully we'll get 
that fixed, uh, which basically it already is fixed because Pat already said he's going to do a Facebook Live interview with Joey Greco. But I have a replacement right now that hit me up that said they want to jump on. We'll keep it short, and I think we'll have fun with this, Dennis. Are you ready for our, 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 our impromptu interviewee guest at this moment? I'm intrigued to see who this is going to be. I'm ready to bring, yeah. bring this uh, individual in the room. He's lean. He's mean. He's about, I don't know, six foot two, almost 300 pounds. None other than the one, the only, the leader of the old school, T. Reyes. What up, brother? I'm how tall? <laughs> okay, two foot six. Uh, hey, it's the only thing, you know, hey, we got to make it worth it because we already interviewed Dennis. That was a surprise because we didn't get the uh, interviews. We did me, what, like a week ago or whatever. And now we're, we're back at that crossroads again. And you just happen to be the other vet sitting here at the at the table that uh we could talk to. Damn. I know. Damn. I'm sorry, y'all. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have the former leader of the new school, but now old school. Oh, s- screaming witch. Uh, excuse me, screaming. Mm-hmm. Speaking witch. You see what Hayes says that he's the leader of the new. I school. saw that. I popped. I'm yeah, like, dude. I'm like. I, I I said I said to myself he's gonna be jumping up and down in his chair screaming, <laughs> and uh, I don't know where Dennis went. He probably said the hell with you and left. Damn, damn. So I'm not. I'm sure Pat's still watching this. There so uh, T. Yes, so this is the impromptu interview uh, at the end of the show. That's gonna happen now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, brother. <laughs> Brother, well, what, what, what? Yeah, brother, brother, brother. I'm begging you, brother. Let's go all the way back, T. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Mikey. Kick it off. You got what? This. Yeah, T. Take us back in time. What got you into wrestling? Uh, my mom told me that she used to take me with my uncles and whatnot to MSG when they used to have house shows, and I used to be piggyback on. My uncles and my dads and whatnot And watch shows that way Back in the day I don't remember none of them shows at all But uh, ever since I can remember I, I always loved pro wrestling Like ever since they hit the, the TV I, I was like What is this? Why are they fighting? <laughs> why, why is it in In the ring Like in a boxing ring Because I remember because of boxing ring I'm like and I was just intrigued and awe, and I, I saw Ric Flair. I'm like, who is this crazy dude yelling all the time? And, you know, it <laughs> was just in awe of it, basically. That's where, as far as I, I can remember, it, it's the best answer I could give you. Now, now, at, at what age did you uh, decide you want to get into wrestling per se or or did you know even that there was schools available to get into wrestling i didn't know until later like um it was mick foley's book that that opened my eyes because i read that book a 
bunch of times. It was like my wrestling Bible. It, it was uh, I took notes of what what I should be prepared for, because exactly is what he told you. You, you know, you, you you were perceived wrestling as one way, and then you get there and it's a whole different dynamic. You know, right. I, I and I. I really didn't think too much of it. I was doing as every other kid does, play with his rough house with his friends, you know, have uh, backyarders, doing things like that. You know, we I, all I, did I, that. I, I did that. Yeah. But it, it's just the love of the game. It's just, you know, I didn't know nowhere at all to go to school. Then one time I was uh, going to work, I blocked <clears> the video and I saw a sign says professional wrestling school. I go, when the hell this happened? And that's <laughs> that's where it sparked the ignition. Was, was that here in Reading? Yeah, or? that was in Reading. That that was on Fifth Street by uh, Vince's Auto Touring. Okay, okay, so so the first notice of wrestling school was at the Cruel School. Yeah. Okay. Ah. I didn't know if you'd seen another school elsewhere at first prior no, to. I, I knew of the Monster Factory. I knew it was months, but it was far, you know, and it's like I didn't have transportation yeah. and things of that nature at the time. Um, so I saw this. I'm like, all right, cool. And one day uh, I was with my mom. I said, swing by here. Let me uh, walk in. And there happened to be somebody there, but I guess he was just like putting stuff away. And I touched the ring. I'm like, oh, I got goosebumps. I go, when are you guys open? And he told me, and then I came to the day that they were open. Now, how how long have you been in rank? Because you're originally from New York. Yeah. So how how, how long have you been in Reading, though? Oh, man, just like my second home home. Right? No, no, I mean, at what age would you, like, officially, like, About in- 13, 14, around there? Okay, and I know we're oh, close oh, okay. in the age. I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick up on body slams because you could have been up there at the time. Man, I was a hoodlum. Because uh, if you know where, uh, from where Cruel School is, yeah, uh, up the hill across from the cemetery, there's that. Uh, there was that um, tattoo shop across yeah. from the cemetery. Right above it, that's where. Body slams was. I, I had no yeah. work on. No, I, like like I I, yeah. I, I, I was in you, the streets. I, I was you, you could have been in one of the classes with me, and and working from back then. Probably, but but, uh, but, but like I said, we're close. Like, how old are you again? Forty three. Yeah, so you would have been only two years younger than me. So so yeah, you 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 would have been easily still training at the time when I started. That like about about two years younger than me. Yeah, man. I, I didn't know nothing. Like honestly, I, I was I was in the hood. I, I was smoking weed and you know just I I running I, the streets. The way you say that, I think Pat be smoking weed too. That's why he has the munchies all the time. But we no. got a question. From Pat. <laughs> but we have a question from uh, the Gobbler. When did you guys cross paths? I'm gonna leave that up to you. When, when did I cross paths? When, when you? me and you? That's what he's asking. When uh, cross paths? Well, it was uh, at the crew school. Honestly, he he was showing up there and training there, like uh, on his days so he can. So that's where we we crossed path. Um, like my first day there, 
I remember vividly. I walk in, and it's Tommy Golden in the ring, and the first words out this man's mouth is, I'm tired of all the fucking bitching about getting hit and that. This ain't fucking tennis. Either you're going to get with it or you're not. And I, this is my first introduction, walking through the door of a 6'2", 6'3", guy yelling at a bunch of other people about getting hit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, nobody wanted to play with him like that except me because once again, I took McFoley's book. I used to love smacking him around. Uh, <laughs> took McFoley's book in, in into high regards and, and knew that it was gonna be hard work. You know what I mean? And if he All wasn't right. willing to get hit, then I, I something wrong with you. Speaking of uh, Mr. Golden, I reached out to him recently. I haven't heard back from uh. I believe my message was left on red. I'm trying. I was trying to get him on one of our shows, but uh, I haven't heard back from it. But I know where he lives. I know where to find you, Mister Golden. <laughs> so, anyway, now we're but, back there at the cruel school, you're, yeah. and 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 you're getting your training in. You're getting your ass whipped. You're getting. You're you're basically getting it handed to you by a uh, good old Mister Golden there. And um, what was some of the other uh, names and faces that came in and out of school besides Golden and me that you got to see? Uh, Dimock. Dimock was a training buddy of mine. He was big around the area, big in the tri-state area. He he uh, teamed with Matt Bamboy, who was one of the last few graduates of the school before it closed down. <coughs> so that was another name. Uh, Brock Lesnar's Ill- Little brother, um, uh, damn it, Bax. Bax. I, yeah. I, I, I know Billy. For if you don't know Billy, Billy Bax. Bax, uh, he <clears throat> wrestles that. I don't know if he's still wrestling, but down in Delaware for uh, ECWA, he was part of Valedictorians with um, uh, I think it was Mozart Fontaine and uh, Mark Smart. So. Uh. Who else came in? Um, we had a little friend that was there too. Ox Hog. No, I said little. <laughs> oh, Leppy. Uh, uh, well, little but skinny. Beater. Beater. Uh, beater was there. The Latino Beater. <laughs> uh, Pat, who really, who was the other Beater, who didn't do much, but yeah. went on ring rentals and whatnot. Um. Who else stopped by the school? Ox Hog. Fun story about Ox Hog while training. <clears throat> this man came in after a weekend or whatever. He he was down on the beach and he was sunburnt bad. Like really bad. Oh, I think I remember this. And uh we we look at him, Raph's telling me, You sure you want to trade? He goes, Yeah, whatever, this and that. So we get to the corner. And he goes, chop me. And I really want to do it because, you know, he's sunburnt hard. <laughs> so I gave him the most cheesiest chop known to mankind. He turned me around and he lit up into me. He goes, hit me. So then when I did turn around, he, he starts bitching. Like, not that hard. <laughs> 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 so 
he told you to hit him. <laughs> uh, well, he's sunburned anyway. So, like, even if you yeah, hit him light, right. he's still gonna still gonna fucking hurt. It, 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 yeah, it is. Things. Like he 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 was like, do it, do it. And when you do it, he was pissed. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I can't win. Oh <laughs> uh, man, we have uh we have um our our stalker in the chat room who's uh, asking all the questions right now. <laughs> who is the uh, best pro, pro prom tower you work for, T? He didn't spell promoter right. Yeah, not promoter. promoter. Right there. Right there. Prom tower. Prom tower. Who's the best prom tower? Yes. Mm. I don't know about prom tower, but I know promoters. Uh, uh, I don't know who's prom tower is. Uh, honestly, <laughs> Uh, I was like that one tag along with everybody in a group that used to go places like, hey, he got his gear. So I, I wouldn't know the promoters like that. I, I know some of them may owe me money, <laughs> uh, especially the ACPW guys. That uh, uh, it, it was some Wait, guy. A- a- ACPW? Yeah. That's a that's a, a Pat's. Uh, favorite company and Dennis's favorite company that they go work for. This is, uh, yeah, because they use me for free. All it was the a guy. Time. It was a guy with I'm a ponytail, like, right? Huh? It was a guy with a ponytail, right? White yeah, guy. some white guy. Yeah, I know. We know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. He's the owner. He's the, he's the current. You know what? We could take you there and try to get your payday, your back pay. No, no, no. no, no I, I did something. I, I did something already about that because uh, I went in and didn't take my gear. That, with that's a uh, Chris Sutton. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't take my gear with me, and they're like, "Are you gonna wrestle?" I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna wrestle." I told them, and I wasn't feeling right either. I, yeah. I was injured, but they they were persistent. I'm like, "No, I have not gotten paid since I've been here. I ain't wrestling for shit." But yeah. Um, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> shots, hey, fired. Yo, shots fired is just treat your people better. Oh shit. Uh, so anyway, you're you still didn't answer your your best uh promoter though. Who you think? Terry Frankovic. There you go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the only person I do know. <laughs> he, he, they actually did great shows. I'm not gonna lie. Me and Terry, we had our own little phone out for whatever happened between me and him. But other than that, you know, he he, he was a businessman. Uh, he advertised it, uh, with the helps of others like Rapid Fire and whoever else behind the scenes. And, you know, and they did the thing. Like, I actually, I, I honestly, I, 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 I hate the way things turned out with me personally between me and him. Because I, I actually did like the guy. It's just... Uh, uh, just something went down, and uh, and like you know, during uh hard times, and he said something he shouldn't have said to me, which I didn't like. So that's when I cut ties, and apparently everyone else sided with him, only because how it is in wrestling. Hey, he he's the promoter. He's he's giving us work, so we're gonna go with him instead of you so that's so like i said whatever went down it wasn't anyone else's business but mine and his so but like i said people seen that right. and decide to favor him just because he has a ring he has shows he has a school hey we're gonna go his route so but like i said i like i said i i think uh 
if things could have been different and uh and and if he would have just let me work out what I need to work out and then me and him probably could could have continued doing business together. You're like all it was, I just needed some time for certain things. But that's right. Get your uh Red Bull sugar daddy. You're so natural. You're a natural daddy. <laughs> uh, so now uh Mikey, you have any questions for T here? Yes, yeah, so now let's uh your first match, your debut match, what is going through your head? It's cold in a motherfucker. The ring's hard as shit. <laughs> and I'm in here with somebody who's really the shits. Basically. Oh, so you work Pat. No, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I work the Bronx Bomber. We just keep throwing I just keep throwing him under the bus. That's <laughs> better to do. Uh, uh, the Bronx Bomber, who who's a sweet guy. He's just Oh, he's a nice guy. Trust me. Like, uh, he recently reconnected with me recently online. I mean, him were just he, he's talking. a sweet guy, but he misses a lot of spots and forgets a lot of things. And he he was trying to play because uh, it was a uh, Halloween, and we was all like dressed in like uh, weird Halloween gimmicks. W- wasn't even our real gimmicks. And he had like this Undertaker type thing. I'm like, whatever, dude. You not hit me with a tombstone. I know that much. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick would like to know: Did you ever work the Lost Boys? Lost Boys, not to my knowledge. Not, 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 Wolf and Yard—they—they're basically out like Philly, South Jersey area. So I'm—I'm I'm gonna say no, really, because I don't even think you ever met them before. No, 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 I have, I have. Uh, the one was really drunk and almost fucked our matchup, though. I remember that. Oh uh, boy, that was in. But that's another story. We're here talking about T here and his uh. His uh uh long uh, lust lustrous uh Please career. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm I'm trying to, but I just like <laughs> milking it, <laughs> milking it the best I can. <laughs> it's an off and on career, but it, it's been long. Now, now we been a part of a lot of fun shows. Oh, we we've been a part of a lot of yeah, fun yeah, ring uh, rentals too, uh, as well. Hold up, real quick, real quick to to re- refer back to uh Pat's question. Rick Adams, those were free shows, but they were for charity, and uh, I have fun doing that. So that's a promoter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he 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 had fun with the uh, the CWF. Yeah, it was Cutting Edge Wrestling Federation by uh, Captain Rick Adams. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that that's when I had fun working with Rick Adams shows. Uh, we did a lot of uh, ring rentals. Per se, depends on, on on where we uh, depend on where we went. I think one of the funnest places I actually like doing ring rentals, uh, where it's easy to get the ring in the building. <laughs> like as far as I'm gonna say, uh, Liberty All Star, uh, they they gave us a couple decent buildings that we can get the ring in. Uh, is uh Murphy Rec Center down there in Philly, uh, the Fire Hall in Glen Olden, I believe it was. They did shows there, too, as well. Um, was you a part of the Chop Fest Battle Royal? Uh, no. No? Uh, lucky no, you. I, I, I was... The Raph did not want me in it. I'm like, okay, even though I could chop, I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, 
better for me. <laughs> now, me and you, we, we, uh, not only we teamed up before, but we also worked each other several uh-huh. times. Now, now, from us teaming up together, we, we, uh, it, it, it was a short thing. I, I, it wasn't no long thing we did, but no. uh, we did a couple matches uh, for uh, BWO. Beat Pat's ass. Yeah. Uh, would you say beat Pat's ass? Yes, yeah. yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> if I can find the pictures. I would put them up online. I'll put them up on the show. Maybe next time I'll hunt for the pictures and I'll have them ready to bring it up. <laughs> you know, of, of us as wreaking havoc, beating up on Pat for a uh, blackballed wrestling organization out in Phoenixville. Uh, PA. Uh, I believe. I believe we worked each other. I'm gonna say IWA. Did did we work a triple threat at IWA? I'm not sure. I don't. I know. Uh, I, bro, uh, unless like, I'm thinking of me working Mike Hunt. Well, uh, uh, Mike Hunt, aka uh, Mike Larusso, aka. Uh, uh, damn! What the hell was his? Uh, uh, um, Travis Blake. Travis Blake. That's who I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I thought it was funny when he named himself Sir Michael Hunt. I'm like, hey, is Mike Hunt here? Mike Hunt. Uh, no, his name was Colin. Colin. Uh, Colin Cash. No. What was it? Colin? Colin Cash. I think he had three fucking names. I know that. I know when he before he, he actually he, became he, he, Travis Blake was the last one he had. Yeah, he he moved to. The other uh, IWF and then changed it to Travis Blake. I know it was Colin well, something. Well, 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 he, well, he, he, <laughs> there. he, he right, hey, guys. There. And I think he's still doing stuff once in a while. Pat, Pat's saying that you guys cheated. Yeah. He's paid off the rest. What? T, T favorite guys, you like hanging out in the locker room? What the hell are you saying? He don't know how to spell either. Uh, you guys cheated the match. You paid the ref off. Nah, Pat, we didn't have to pay the ref <laughs> off nothing. It, it was clean. It, 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 it was clean. Unlike your drawers, you had that shit stain on your, <laughs> your singlet. Uh, you know, you had your, your partner at the time was Dr. Spider. All that green and black face paint was actually his nose up your ass crack because you had the runs. <laughs> But that's another story, though. You know, I'm sure your wife's going to get a kick out of that. She's probably going to say, it looked like something you just ate. But it is what it is, Pat. You always have something crawl up your ass and smells like it's going to die. So, (laughs) yes. So, uh, I don't know what else we can touch on because here... Here, uh, the trial and tribulations of going through a wrestling career is very hard, especially, uh, especially when you're being deployed. Because you, uh, did you go once or twice? Twice, volunteered about six times, something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So it's very hard on the, the the military life, and then especially, I guess. I guess when you came back home, uh-huh. I guess IWA and the cruel school was done. There was yeah, nothing here uh, in Reading then. Yeah, like basically when nine eleven happened, wrestling got put in the back burner in the back of my head. 
you know, it just automatically just went back there. And I was just thinking about my hometown, this and that, and what I'm going to do. And I decided to join the military. And I joined the reserves, but I did more active time than reserve times because at the point, I didn't have a regular civilian job. So I used to go to the station and just basically work whatever ends jobs they have, or they would send me to like taxes, you know, places to do flight records. So I, I was basically somewhat of a secret full-time guy with the military without being a secret full-time guy. Gotcha. Um, and then when I basically got back from AIT, which is like, the schooling you do for whatever military job you do. Uh, my unit was deployed and on their way to come back in a couple months from deployment. And uh. they, got, they got back from deployment maybe about, I would say, a couple months later, I go. And I didn't go with them. I went by myself. I didn't go with a unit. I, I, I was basically a self-body and linked up with a bunch of other self-body soldiers. They, they attached me to a, a company and we all like basically went and, Oh, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. I had nothing else to do on a Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so when I came back, like uh, when I came back from AIT before getting deployed, the school had moved into the boonies somewhere, Lord knows where. Out going towards yeah. uh, uh, Boyertown. That's where they were up the road from the skating rink. Yeah. And my skills was better because I was in phenomenal shape. And they trusted me with uh, the Triple Threat Championship, which uh, then they. I won it and never defended it or nothing because you're I, undefeated. I, I, I love, yeah, frack, basically. <laughs> I, I be, 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 be before I uh before I split from IWA and stuff like that. Uh, they were actually talking about putting the triple threat on me, uh-huh. and you know, and we took some pictures with it already, but then shit went down, and you know, last I heard, Matt Bomboy was a champion of all champions, and uh. Before the school closed, I'm like, seriously, um, who, I, I, I who knows? Who knows? The Reading area might have to. We might have to rekindle the Triple Threat Championship under the Body Slams banner. Who knows? Something. Who knows? And T Ray is the, the, the reigning and defending champion. Oh uh, no, 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 no. T Ray, Ray. <laughs> Play, I'll be happy. You have to play the new WWE 2K with your creative character. I, I, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll be like Bret Hart with the AEW title. Just take that and be like, yeah. there you go. Or, uh, uh, yeah. I'm still waiting for the AEW video game to come out so we can create characters in that. Yeah, but yeah, it, cool. it, it was off and on. It was off and on. You know, it, it's it, it was hard to pinpoint. But every time I came back home. And it was always the same people. It was always Chio who found me. It was always Tommy who later became my roommate. 
you know, and he did so much for me. He he gave me room and shelter while I went to college. Like this wrestling business transcended from just wrestling. It, it, these guys became like my family and friends. You know, right? We basically became the uh, the three stooges who got shit face on a night <laughs> going out wherever. Yes, let's, <laughs> let's not talk about these things. <laughs> Do we want to? Do we want to talk about these nights that we go out? No. Are you sure? No. no. Oh, let's see. <laughs> went to the works. We went down to Philly. I think twelve. No. Wait, once or twelve. Wait, uh, I can't remember. We will not discuss me in a rage. <laughs> look for looking for Tommy because I thought something happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all it's it's all good. We have fun and uh and me and you somehow we. Uh, Tommy, he moved up north a little bit, not too far from us. Me and you, uh, we link back up here and there. Yeah, you, you said, brother. Once, <laughs> once I, once I started doing this podcast stuff, and and, and then we start figuring about like, and I'm going in my head like I, I, me and Dennis was already already involved. Because uh, uh, on the first show, uh, Austin and and Mike Slayer, they had the idea of doing a wrestling show. Pat ended up picking me and Dennis to come on, as well as Jeff Ripley as a guest. So, but then me and Dennis kept going back, and me and Dennis became the go-to team of uh, Breakfast and Bias Lands because, like I said, we didn't have a name for the show at the time. Uh, I said I do body, I do the body slam stuff that I do, and since it's a morning time show, that fuck it, why not call breakfast and body slams because it's a morning show type thing. So that's how we came up with the name. Uh, and uh, and then when me and Dennis want to start doing more stuff, we start doing at home. I I I said you know what, it can't be just us. Let's put a team. I wanted to put a team together, and the first person I thought of was you because of uh, of, of your knowledge. Uh, I'm not going to say expertise because I don't want to uh, because when any of us try to blow your head up or Dennis calls you in a uh, encyclopedia or anything like that, uh, a lot of us don't want that acknowledgement because if we screw something up, That's, then how good are we, though? And, <laughs> you know? and especially if let's say, right, right. let's say God bless us and this platform blows up and then we're on a whole national stage and then. I get something wrong. We all want to get crucified. Now, 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 the thing. Yeah, we're all going to be on there too. Well, and well, one one of the things that I liked also about you, besides you know, you having the ability to sit down, analyze matches, uh, pick it apart, and stuff like that. Uh, you're actually pretty good in the ring as far as, uh technique goes when it comes to uh combinations reversals and stuff like that and i know going going forward one of my goals is besides this podcast if uh if i if i ever open up a school i like to have you there as one of the teachers as well dude i would love uh, that and and not only that not only that uh to be more involved if by chance if by chance uh, we start doing shows and do live commentary. I want you to be one of the lead commentators 
at the event, lot lot doing live at a live event. I, I'll do it for you, but Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But we got to keep it clean. I'll try. <laughs> so, <laughs> the teaching stuff uh, always uh, uh, after my uh, it, it, in all honesty, Pat's I'm, kissing I, your ass right now. Who? Pat is kissing your ass right now. Okay. Love, love to Thank you, brother. <laughs> um, uh, what I was about to say, lost train of thought. Um, teaching, yeah. I always thought of teaching like my biggest thing with wrestling. I want to main event WrestleMania thirty two K. It did <laughs> happen. It WrestleMania thirty, and I say thirty because uh, I I gave myself. A time frame because you just don't go in and become champion right away, you know. Um, and the funny part about that is the person who won WrestleMania 30 was the person that, when I got into this business, was the one to be like, "Oh, that's that that guy's the truth. That guy scares the shit out of me. That's who I got be." And it was Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, you know. It, 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 it was him. Like when when I broke in, I, I told you guys this a, a little bit ago. I searched to the top indie talents, and it was always Brian Punk, Joe Brian Punk Joe. Th- that was who I have to get to. I never got to that level, and it, it eats me up alive a lot of time because I really love wrestling. And no, it it, sh- it shouldn't eat you up alive because a lot of times. People growing up, they're getting into business. They want to become, you know, they say, hey, I'm, I'm going to work for WWE and stuff. But as time goes on, some people might want to, you know, say, no, nah, they changed their mind. I'm going to work at AEW now or New Japan and this and that. But sometimes, okay, if it's not in our forte, if, 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 if it wasn't meant for us to be in those spots, maybe in some other aspect as far as um, – teaching paving the way helping other young talent to get to those may maybe that's what our calling is to help others get there and by them succeeding by by their success and then them giving the uh, the uh, acknowledgement back to us saying hey i went to so-and-so this is the person that helped train me These, these were the guys who guided me if it wasn't for them I wouldn't be standing here today, you know. Sometimes I feel like I feel like instead of us just making a mark by ourselves, if we can extend our olive branch, our family, and we extend it to multiple different people, that's more success you get. No, no, uh, I, I understand and one hundred percent agree. Because like when uh, I finally realized that WrestleMania thirty was not going to happen for me, and I'm like. God damn! What I was this close to WrestleMania? No, nah, hell no. Um, I, I I start thinking of Mikey was too. I I, 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 I I started thinking like, all right, what what can I do to at least something in this business? And when you said the podcast, I'm like, that is perfect because I could shit talk, I could have fun with my brothers, and and just you know, that's something I could move forward in this business without killing myself. And yeah. then with a wrestling school, but I, I don't have the ring, whatnot. I would love to teach because I, I know certain things that you don't see on the TV anymore with reversals and things of that nature. That's why I like guys like Brian and uh, Red Dragon, 
um, Daniel Garcia. Cause I, I, all I, those technical I, guys. I, I love Shibata. You got yeah. you got to start bringing that uh, whole all that whole uh, strong style new 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 Japan flavor type of stuff. Nah, fam. <laughs> well, the technical skills. Yeah, that kind. Well, they don't have to be, you know, you don't have to go strong style to teach. You can just like teach them the technical part of that. And it's up to the individual if they want to actually put that full force of strong style involved, which I think most likely a lot of them not with nowadays wrestling. A lot of them is going to want to put more behind whatever they do than the old school way how we came up. Right. So, but you got guys that they look up to, like Shinsky's, you know, the strong style and stuff like that. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh so T, uh I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show. You know, this impromptu, you surprised us uh, jumping in. The you studio. surprised us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun. Uh, once again, just say thank you for your services again. Um, you know, without guys like you, you know, who's who's, uh, who's lacing up those other boots that's not wrestling attire and going out there in, in the sands and the hot in the hot deserts and stuff and and putting your lives on the line. A lot of us would not have our freedoms that we are here today. And uh, for anybody out there who come across one of these gentlemen, at least thank them. I'm like, I'm like, if you're a, I'm going to say, if you're a selfish son of a bitch who's living here in America and, 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 and you just can't show these guys respect for what they're doing because you're asked to want to go to war. I'm like, trust me. I like me. I'm, 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 I'm one to talk. Um, I wish there, there's a lot of times in me where I wish I would have gone served and stuff like that, but I didn't, you know, I was never brought up away. It was like more or less, you know, ain't nobody was showing me and teaching me the right things to do in life. Who knows if I was taught right, I probably, probably would have signed up, but no, I was just a little punk thug from the neighborhood, you know, just want to hang out this and that. And, you know, and my mindset was straight set on wrestling. But if I had a different upbringing, if I had my old man around or someone to, you know, teach me right from wrong and this and that, who knows? Maybe, uh, I, I want to say, I'd be up, but uh, uh, you know, I, and, and, and I, and I say, you know what? I, I praise these guys. I give them credit where, 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 where credit is due because I, I wasn't never there. I don't know what type of person, what kind of soldier I would have been. Would I, would, would I have made it through basic boot camp? Would I would uh would I have uh, bitched out or what? I don't know. I, I I don't know how I would psychologically take it because a lot of these guys, right. you know, they go in. There's some guys who go in with big aspects of being a soldier and they ain't cut out for it. Then you got ones who just sign up because they want to serve their country and they're not soldier material, but the military makes them into the guy that who they want to be, you know? So like everyone's different and and I don't know where I stand, but I'm glad someone like him went 
But then for brothers who come home, who uh, from the military, who, who who deals with certain issues because of bullshit that happens over there, and then they're going right. through uh, some kind of traumatizing stuff over here because of what happened there or whatnot. Uh, I think a lot of the government is full of shit for not helping them out, help helping them where where it's needed for the services that they put their life on the line for the country, but is the country and the uh, and the stuff showing love back to them when when they come back? Hell no, I'm you, still you know? waiting on my VA, and it's been like three years. So 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 yeah, how can you? Uh, go fight and love a country that won't fight for you and love you back. So it's it's kind of hard, you know, especially when you got these guys in suits up in Washington making all these decisions for the guys that has boots on the ground and they're not in the foxhole or know what they're going through to, to make these decisions, you know. But that is what it is. Who knows? Maybe stuff like that in America would be a topic for another time. Maybe, maybe we'll do a pop up show and just talk life in general. Talk how you know different things going on in our neighborhoods and the government. Uh, with, uh, I just want my money because my head's not right. There you go, Uncle Sam. Please see, pay see, me. See, uh, so he's after that one promoter named Uncle Sam. He's here to collect his payday. Uh, he doesn't want a hot dog and a handshake, or DVDs. That's pay rate. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, <laughs> ACPW. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> <so tired. laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Uh, T, thank you for telling us your story at yeah. uh, Impromptu. Mikey, you'll probably be next to tell us your wrestling story, which you don't have one, but we're still. Well, well you can tell us exactly how you should pick up Pat and throw him around in the house. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out all of our uh, Devro Sports teams out there. Our podcast teams at Devro Sports on Facebook. Uh, I'm sure they'll throw out the list eventually. There. Don't forget. Next week we have the Queen of the Death Matches, Rebecca Payne. On Thursday Night Slam, yeah. uh, I'm T. That's Mikey across the screen and uh, T. Reyes, Tony Reyes sitting next to me. Uh, for more information about uh, the Body Slams podcast for Breakfast and Body Slams, Thursday Night Slam, and our pop-up uh, pipe bombs, simply go to bodyslams.pro. That's right, bodyslams.pro. You can click on the podcast section. And uh, we have all our links where you can uh, like, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button as well on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. You can view us. You can follow us also on uh, Twitter. Did I say Twitter? Yeah. YouTube. That's why I forgot. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can watch us. You can follow us on Twitter as well as Instagram. Instagram. And as well, if you're on the go, you're in the car, or you're at the gym, you can listen to the audio version. If you go to the listen section on the podcast website, uh, you can hear us on Spotify, Apple <coughs> iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and a whole list of uh, other ones as as well. So uh, who knows? In three years, if we do well, we'll be on Brazzers too. Yeah.
I'm not trying to be on Brazzles. I like. <laughs> I think you want Brazzles. Mikey wants Pornhub. I'm going after. Uh, hold on, let me think. X videos. That, that's go. a pretty. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, don't listen to anything we just said. Any Man, we're we kidding. Said at the end. Yeah, we're, we're just kidding. kidding. We're sorry. Are we? <laughs> Are we? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, go to uh, bodyslams.pro, check uh, out all of our analysts, follow each and every one of us on Twitter as well. And uh, this is gonna end our uh, what episode is this? I think this is it. I don't know. Oh my god, we did so many episodes already. I have no idea. I know, I lost count. Yeah, but uh. You know what? Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next week when we have Rebecca Payne in the house. Till next time. Yeah, we'll see you at the matches. Peace. Right? Let's see how fast this ends.